If you ate too much and drank too much over the holidays like I did and your pants are really tight, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, the podcast where thought work, emotional intelligence, and universal law come together to empower women to master their brain BS so they can get what they really want out of life. I am your host, Maureen Kapkis, a doctor of occupational therapy, a certified life coach, and an expert on brain BS. My mission is to inspire you to look within, push past your fears, and understand that you alone are responsible for everything you create in your life. So sit back, fasten your seatbelts, and let's get started on a journey of self-discovery that's going to lead you to where and who you truly want to be. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. This is the first episode of 2022 and I'm thrilled to be here and I'm thrilled to get the software working again on GarageBand because I couldn't get it to operate correctly. I was actually just at a point where I was ready to blow. So that's the Brain BS I'm going to talk to you about right now because I accidentally... I hired someone to help me so that I can get more organized and I can clean up my computer and get everything in order. And of course, in my normal fashion, I got overzealous. And as soon as I hired this person, I started doing things on my own, (laughs) Um, which is kind of counterproductive to the whole point of why I hired her. But anyway, this is me. So I started doing that. And unbeknownst to me, when you delete things from the recent section in your computer, then you're deleting them everywhere. I thought that I had them in other places. So I eliminated all 50 episodes of my podcast from GarageBand. I had no record of any of them. I set that up a year ago. And do you think I really remember a year from now? how to do the things that I learned a year ago. Uh, No, no freaking way. I don't even know if I would if I wasn't 58, to be honest with you. The technology stuff is a challenge for me. Um, I always have to look at tutorials and figure it out. But anyway, no matter what I did, I could not get this to play the sound. And I discovered after, I don't know, after an hour, and of just calling my husband and telling him I'm on the verge of tears... And I don't know what I'm doing. And I didn't want him to help me. And I didn't want him to say anything. I just needed to let someone know how frustrated and upset I was. And said, okay, thanks. Bye. And he's like, okay, bye. (laughs) Then as soon as I hung up with him, I broke down in tears for about 30 seconds. And then I saw a button and I pressed it and I figured it all out. So... That's kind of the way it works, I guess. I had to release all that negative energy and surrender to the fact that I did not know what I was doing and until I got rid of some of that anger, frustration, bitterness, which is what goes with my um, not-self theme of human design as a projector. But anyway, so now I'm feeling a little better. You'll notice that there's a new intro to the podcast. I kind of changed everything up. I created different art for it. I tried to up-level it and make it more me and less gimmicky and trying to get attention, that sort of thing. So I am good to go for 2022. I've got my new art. I've got my new intro. Still kept the same music because I like it. And um, 
Now I think I think that's all I want to talk about with the brain BS because to be honest with you, the episode today, it's number um, 51, is called A COVID Christmas Hangover and it was not my best holiday season. I just want to say that there's three things that I think are important when you have the kind of holiday that I had where you ate and drank more than you wanted to, you didn't really take care of yourself and you kind of purposely went into automatic subconscious pilot mode so you didn't have to be the best version of yourself that you could be because it was too hard. So the three things I want to talk about today are self-love, forgiveness, and discipline. Okay, so let's start with, I'll give you a little bit of background information here about um, our Christmas. So we have a blended family. So when the girls come home from California for the holidays, they spend time at two houses, but primarily sleep at our house. Their mom's place is a one bedroom townhome with a loft. So there's limited space for the two girls, the one's boyfriend and a dog. So while our home is more spacious, it still only has three bedrooms. So it's not like we have like, you know, a big mansion and there's extra rooms sitting around. So flash forward to Monday evening when my husband starts to complain about a sore throat. So in this day and age, we can't even have a cold symptom without it being a big problem. My sister-in-law gave us a rapid at-home COVID test because we could not find one anywhere on the North Shore and it came back positive for COVID. Talk about the worst timing ever. My anxiety immediately catapulted into the stratosphere with all kinds of fears, doubts, and worries about how this would impact the holidays and who else would get infected and how sick would they get. It's definitely felt more complicated with there being two households involved and, you know, other people. So we donned the mask, we distanced Bob, and off he went to one of the guest rooms, which meant one of the girls had to go sleep at their mom's. Not an ideal situation, but we were still dealing with it okay because we were still holding on to the hope desperately that the home test was a uh, false positive. So we were anxiously awaiting his PCR test that he took that afternoon and desperately hoping for a negative result. Meanwhile, the kids and I had to search far and wide to find a place to get tested and we finally found a makeshift COVID testing center in a close-by suburb. We were thrilled to discover that we all tested negative for COVID, and so did the ex and her boyfriend. Unfortunately, though, Bob's PCR came back positive, so there was no denying it anymore. Christmas was definitely going to get derailed by COVID. Luckily, his symptoms were mild, and we have all been vaccinated, and we understand that the whole situation could have been worse. So now let's talk about how self-love plays in all this. In the past, I could be really hard on myself for how I dealt with all this. If I'm honest, I became super anxious, kind of bitchy, and started to feel pretty down. I was super grateful Bob was not really sick, but I just could not put a dent in my anxiety no matter how much I walked or meditated. I was in this fight or flight mode as if my very survival was at stake. I just felt like I was buzzing with negative energy and wanted to feel better. So I knowingly reached for food and beverage to numb the uncomfortable feelings I was experiencing because I just couldn't take them. So instead of keeping my diet healthy and restrained, I ate lots of flour and sugar. I also drank wine throughout the whole week instead of waiting to treat myself on the weekend. 
I knew even when I was doing it that I was not making a good choice, but I decided to rely on my subconscious autopilot at this point and refrain from making conscious decisions. Of course, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> and it's certainly not a good long-term solution because it just succeeded in making me feel even worse. Short term, though, I'm not going to lie, I felt at least a little bit of relief when I decided I could let my higher self take a break and I did not have to be perfect in this situation. Now, typically, this could trigger a lot of self-loathing and disappointment in terms of how I dealt with the situation. I used to be pretty hard on myself and would focus on the one thing I did not do up to par instead of all the things I did quite well. This was my mode of operation for decades until I became more self-aware. I mean, it's easy to love ourselves when we're at our best and feeling pretty pleased with how we're showing up to the world. It's a whole different animal when we are giving ourselves love because we accept our human limitations and understand that this does not compromise our worthiness in any way. This is truly the way to get back on track with our higher selves and that love inside us that is always accessible if we stay out of our brain BS. So long story short, I'm circumventing the self-criticism and negative emotions this year and choosing love and forgiveness instead. So that brings me to the next point that I want to talk about, and that's forgiveness. So before I go any further, I want to say that I had so much fun with my stepdaughters on Christmas Day, despite everything that was going on. Bob woke up feeling pretty good that morning because he slept well. And even though it wasn't the scenario we wanted, we still managed to have a pretty good time. I'm not going to lie. We did pop open champagne. Well, Bob didn't have so much of it, but the girls and I did. We made lots of good food and sang and danced all day. Singing's always involved when there's a holiday and I'm around. So we had a lot of laughs and I really enjoyed my time with them. Would it have been as much fun without the champagne? I know this answer might not be one you would expect to hear from a life coach, but I dare say it wouldn't have been because we were all feeling so weird and derailed by COVID rearing its ugly head. I understand that if I was truly evolved, I would have accepted the present moment as it was and would go with the flow without deferring to any vices. Well, I guess I have some evolving to do because I feel felt and I still feel today unapologetic about drinking too much this Christmas. Yes, I have a little regret about feeling gross and what I call pickled, like when you feel like, ugh, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but all in all, I did what I had to do to get through a COVID Christmas. I managed to escape my anxiety and have some major belly laughs. Well, I don't know if I really escaped my anxiety, but I definitely made it more manageable and had a lot of laughs, and I'm deciding to pick, I'm deciding to say that's a win. It's all about the way we're thinking, right? Thoughts trigger feelings, those lead to actions, and that is how we get our results. My thought about my actions this Christmas are I forgive myself for being human and having limitations, period. No beating myself up, no dwelling on my shortcomings, just getting back up and dusting myself off to get back to this amazing game of living consciously. All right, well, if I didn't make it clear how beneficial it is to forgive yourself, let me give you one other reason. We treat other people the way we treat ourselves. If we're super hard on ourselves, then we're doing that to other people too. And as you can imagine, that's not going to create healthy relationships for you at home or in the workplace. 
When we are always focused on how other people are lacking or how they come up short, it does not lend toward acceptance and peace of mind. It keeps us thinking from scarcity and we overlook all the abundance around us. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is discipline. And at this point, you're probably like, what discipline? (laughs) Clearly, I did not practice discipline when it comes to my diet. If I wanted to eat or drink something the last few days since Bob's diagnosis, I just ate and drank it. It was sort of freeing to completely lose sight of my self-care goals because I could be impulsive and do whatever I wanted. But that would be a horrible option long term. I would gain weight for sure and my anxiety would skyrocket if I did that on an ongoing basis. Short little vacations away from discipline with our diet are not ideal, but they don't have to be a huge deal either. Remember, we do not look to the past to see what we are capable of creating in the future. Yep, you read that right. As humans, we always want to define ourselves and what we can accomplish by looking at our past performance. This is total brain BS. We don't just need discipline when it comes to our diet, though. We also need it with how we manage our minds and our emotional health, too. We need discipline with how we choose to perceive ourselves and those around us. Our brain filters given us in childhood will tempt us to live from our subconscious. However, we have to have the wherewithal to stay conscious and aware as much as possible so we can stay tapped into our higher self. This is where all or nothing thinking can cause us a great deal of suffering because we focus on the negative and overlook the positive. For example, even though I got derailed by food and beverage the week of Christmas, I still walked daily and I meditated multiple times a day. Because I was able to stay in my center of self-awareness and see the whole picture, I did not just focus on one side of it. In the past, I would have gotten super down on myself for my weaknesses and limitations and not given myself credit for the self-care I did implement. This is really important because our future actions are reliant on how we are thinking. So if we're thinking we do not know how to take care of ourselves, we only look for evidence to support that. That can lead to a downward spiral of negativity and repetitive behavioral patterns that do not serve us because we are not self-aware. The other point I want to make about disciplining our minds is that it requires repetition and persistence and will be a challenge for the remainder of our lives. We will never arrive to being evolved and be done with the work. Our brains will always try to cause us suffering because they think it is keeping us safe. If we don't manage our minds the way we want in any given situation, no worries. I promise we will get many, many more opportunities to get it right in the future. This is the nature of life. This is the reason why we're here on this planet in human form. To understand that we are not our thoughts or egos, we are the observer of them. If we can keep that foremost in our mind, it does not have to be a huge deal when COVID derails Christmas and we end up with a physical and emotional hangover. And I just want to add one other thing that I didn't put this in the blog, but we didn't totally, COVID didn't totally derail Christmas because we still have fun that day. It was just, it wasn't a lighthearted, um, you know, it, it wasn't the perfect scenario of Christmas, which is like unrealistic, but that's what we all hope for every year. And that's what we measure our holiday up against, thinking other people are always having a better one than us. Um, so it wasn't horrible. We managed to have fun that day. But as a projector in human design, 
my emotions, I take them in from everyone around me and I feel them more intensely than the people feeling them. So it was, it was brutal for a whole household of people to be here and dealing with COVID and trying to distance and not get too close to Bob. It was, um, yeah, it was exhausting. I'm not going to lie, but it was, I still had fun that day and I love my stepdaughters and I appreciate that they were able to have fun with me in that situation. All right, so the summary now. In conclusion, numbing ourselves to get through uncomfortable situations is not ideal, but it's also not the end of the world. As humans, we have to accept our limitations and not add layers of suffering to the mix by judging ourselves as not good enough in a particular moment or period of time. Instead of beating ourselves up and dwelling in negative emotions, we can opt for self-love, forgiveness, and a little mind discipline as a way back to our higher selves and a little peace and joy. So if you've heard enough already and you're sick of beating the crap out of yourself every time you come up short, sign up for a free consult and see what it would be like to work with me at www.thebrainbs.com. I can either help you to make the changes you desire and have been resisting or, and this is important, we can work on you loving yourself exactly as you are and nothing around you changing. If you're not quite ready for getting that up close and personal with me, you can join my private Facebook group called the Brain BS Group to dig into this stuff a little bit deeper from a distance. Hope you learned something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast, do a quick review, give me five stars, and share it with everyone you know. If you want to dig a little deeper, you can join me in my private Facebook group, the Brain BS Group, where I provide you with daily guidance and inspiration on how to manage your brain. If you've heard enough and you're ready to go all in with Mastering Your Brain BS, you can sign up for a free consult at www.thebrainbs.com to see what it would be like to work with me and get all the details. Finally, if you don't remember anything else, remember this. The only thing standing between you and what you want is your brain BS.